1: rugby league guru podcast today i'm joined again by my good mate natty what's going on brother
2: guru what's going on champion just um frothing at the mouth with footy back like just even today talking about teamless tuesday multis that i've got going on with sports bet and bet easy and every other bloody betting app that i've got going um yeah look blood is pumping to all regions of my
1: body i'm desperate to lose a multi mate fuck me it's been a while yeah, I don't – I'm
2: with you, bro. Like, I don't even care if I lose it. Just losing an NRL multi will feel amazing.
1: Feeling back home. How good. Uh, yes. Mate, we, uh, we kick off on Thursday night. Broncos, Parramatta. Uh, who do you like in this game?
2: Yeah, look, I like the Broncos in this one. Uh, I like it. It's going to be a close game. And it's – it's. there's only a couple of games this round that I see, like, an outright smashing or a winner. Um, I think teams will come back. They'll be a bit sluggish. I think um, ball play a little bit be a bit down in um, you know like they're a bit rusty. So I think this will be a close one. I think you can take the unders as well. Um, I'll be on Broncos one to twelve, man.
1: Mate, I like uh, I like Parramatta here. I think uh, David Fafita being out is going to be a big loss for Brisbane, and I I think Parramatta they they're close to full strength here except uh, Nathan Brown being out. I, I really like Parramatta. I'll be all over. Uh, Ryan Madison to score some meat. Let's have a look. I love there. that. I love yeah. Ryan
2: Madison. If if um, Mitchie Moses can isolate uh, Anthony Milford on the edge there and get Ryan Madison one-on-one with him, that is a great anytime try score right there, brother.
1: Yeah, it'll be Red Rover for sure. Spot defender, Milf. Let's have a yep. look at uh, Brisbane's lineup. Some changes super coach wise They've got uh, Jamil Hopawade in the second row. Not a bag, little... Uh, play off your waiver wire there Paddy carrigan in at 13 I, I love him as a footballer how good is he
2: he's the best yeah um i've i drafted him in one of my leagues and um with the sort of minutes that he's getting there at broncos uh yeah you can bake him for you know high 50s um early 60 points and they love him as well so i don't think he's going anywhere
1: part of their back lines as per use um i've seen near corey's in at lock he's another one that wouldn't be a bad little uh plug and play in, in your draft competitions
2: yeah, look, with both these sides, traditionally they uh, do leak a lot of points in the middle. So um, he's not a bad play. I just worry about uh, Brad Takarangi stealing some minutes off him because uh, you can have Sean Lane, Ryan Madison both playing 80. Junior Paulo usually plays in the 50-minute mark. Um, so then you've got Kane Evans, Penny Terabeau, and Brad Takarangi all playing that middle row. So, um, look, out of this game, the best plug-and-play options for me... Uh, like you said, Jamal Hoppawati a great one. Um, if Thomas Flegler's out there, some people would have dropped him, um, just obviously being afraid that uh, Matthew Lodge is coming back. Uh, with him at the number 21, Flegler's a great player. And, and he, look, Parramatta will struggle to keep this pack. Even with David Fafita out, I mean, look at what they've got. We've got David Fafita out and Matthew Lodge, and they're still a massive mobile pack. So I think that's where... Broncos will have it over the Parramatta Eels here, and they'll win it in the um, in the middle third of the field. I think in this
1: one, uh, Payne Haas and Ryan Madison, they have vice-captain written all over them, don't they?
2: Big time, mate. Payne Haas should play huge minutes. Obviously, uh, they've gone for Herbie Farnworth on the bench. So, obviously, those middle middle forwards are just rotating through Offa, uh, Reese Kennedy, and Bullimore. So, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Payne... Um, plays the full game there
1: the other one that might be hanging around some waiver lists is Alex Glenn if you're uh if you've got a spot in your center wings I think you could do much worse than plugging Alex Glenn into your center wings he'll play 80 minutes in the back row there
2: yeah 100% and he's not bad for a sneaky try as well if he can run those straight lines close to close to the try line off Anthony Milford um it just depends if they can um get that attack going you know um, I just think I expect them to be quite rusty. Um, there's going to be a bit of drop ball. Um, so don't expect much out of this round. But I just think if it's an arm wrestle, I think Broncos get it.
1: Friday night, first game at 6 o'clock. We've got the Cowboys taking on the Gold Coast Titans. I guess it's it's a uh, Cowboys by how many, isn't it?
2: Yeah, big time. Um, like you say, mate, like Titans lead points all under the field it's a bit of a step back because you haven't got Morgan in the side but I really think Scott Drinkwater goes to another level in this game um, and really shows his worth I love Scott Drinkwater for a VC option here anyone in that um, in that Cowboys lineup is a start a plug and play for me um, if Justin O'Neill's on free agents grab him um, even Ben Hampton uh, Cohen Hess might be sitting there Mitchell Dunn I, I would start any of these guys to be honest
1: I guess you've got uh the big fellow in thirteen. Always a captain option there, isn't he? He could he, he could turn up here without really doing a heap.
2: Don't even fucking worry about it. Put the C on him and just leave it. Because yeah, like you said, he could he could do anything here. Um, for the Titans, mate, um, a weeker for, for me is is a great pickup option. When you're looking at that bench that they've got there, you know, Shannon Boyd, Jared Wallace, they don't play big minutes. Jai Whitbread will probably rotate through the 13. And Aaron Clark, so I, he's a point-per-minute player, and I think he'll get above 50 minutes. So that's someone you can get off your free agents um, and put in your front row and just have a 50-point plotter. Um, but he also has a bit of flair in his game. So as the season progresses uh, and he gets a few matches under his belt, he could be a real find this season.
1: He's another one. If you look at their extended bench, Bryce Cartwright, Mitch Rain, Brian Kelly, Jonas Pearson, there's not much threatening spot either. So I'd definitely be training uh, trading up for Big Mo. He looks like a real good thing.
2: 100%. Oh, I had him um, in the later parts of last season, and, mate, sometimes he was putting up 60s. So um, for someone that you can pick up, free agent, no one's really going to contest you over it, go and grab him.
1: Interesting what they've done with their spine. Um, as you know, I'm a big fan of Ash Taylor, and I think he's going to come good eventually. And I, I think a move to six will be good for him. But I, I don't think I would have moved Tyron Roberts back to one. I thought Philip Sammy looked outstanding playing fullback. Um, I haven't seen much of Fogarty. I've seen a little bit of him. I have been impressed. But I think I would have left Sammy at fullback. I thought he looked incredible there. What are your thoughts on their changes?
2: To me, mate, Philip Sammy was electric in those first two rounds at fullback. Tyrone Roberts, to me, just isn't a sturdy enough player to be having the ball, making those runs at the back of the field. Um, yes, he's got a, he's quite agile. He's got a nice step on him, and obviously he's got that ball-playing ability as well. But you want that electricity. You want that X factor that Philip Sammy provides for the Titans. And I just think with him on the wing, you're just not utilizing him to his best um, potential. Um, other than that, yeah, I've, I've heard some good raps on Jamal Fogarty. Don't expect much, obviously, a young kid coming into first grade. Um, but the other one that's interesting is Tyrone Peachy. His performances in the nines and the trials were something special. Um, I'd be taking a flyer on him if he's out on free agents as well. Because uh, if he gets, you know, obviously 80 minutes in um, that center role, could be he could be their only real X factor in that back line.
1: Fuck it shits me when they play him and um in the centers. I just think he he he's got thirteen written all over him. I know Jairo's there, but Jairo could play the same role in the front row. I think Tyrone Peachy's completely fucking wasted up there. It shits me beyond belief.
2: And it might be a it might be a case that you know they would just say, look, go looking for the ball wherever you want it, Tyrone. Just do whatever you want because um, he is that type of player, he doesn't really play well to structure. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll find out, I guess. You can
0: take me now!
1: Uh, the big rivalry on Friday night, 7.55pm. Chooks rabbiters um... Obviously, Joshy Morris comes into the Rooster side. I think it's a massive get for him, and it's an even bigger loss for the Sharks now that uh, Bronson Zeri's in a bit of hot water. Uh, Takiaho's out. We've had Mitch Orbison out. So, Isaac Lue's starting in the front row. Angus Crichton starts. What are your thoughts on the Chooks? Um, look, I'll be taking
2: the Chooks in this one because it's a necessity win. And obviously, with the Rabbitohs being under some turmoil of late... Um, I just can't see Roosters dropping this one. I think it'll be close. I think that Rabbitohs will put up a fight, but I'll, I'll give it to the Roosters in this one. I love Josh Morris in the centres there playing on the left edge outside Kiri. So if he's out there on free agents, definitely grab him. Um, other than that, I haven't heard much about um, TKO, but uh, obviously he's in doubt to play. If he was fit, he'd be named in that number 10. Obviously, Angus Crichton getting a start there with Orbo out um it's a strong side isn't it I mean you know from one to 17 even with um, a couple of blokes out it's uh it's looking the goods and then on the other side of the park I do like Jaden sewer um it just depends whether he can get that 80 minute roll uh, in the first two rounds we did see him rotating in and out of the the uh the 13 with Cameron Murray moving to 13 um throughout the game as well so, the big one that's on everyone's lips, though, is uh, Latrell Mitchell and how he's going to bounce back from all that controversy and obviously playing his um, old side as well.
1: I um, I actually really like the Rabbitohs here. I think that without TKO, that, that's really swayed me there. I think he means so much to the Roosters, and it really evens out these two sides. I'm going to say the Rabbitohs, 1-12, to there, um, I think Latrell Mitchell. You know, I don't think he's going to come out and brain them, but I, I, I just think they'll get the job done. Um, the five eight there, Troy Dargan. He's a kid that I've had my eyes on for four or five years. He is a fucking footballer. He is a great little half. Um, unfortunately. He's going to play for two weeks. He's going to play the Chooks in Melbourne, so I'd probably have to advise you don't pick him up. But if he gets another gig there later in the year in the halves when Reynolds is injured or something happens to Walker again, I'd definitely be looking at picking up Troy Dargan. Have you seen much of him?
2: No, I haven't, mate. I've, I've heard the name being thrown out uh, a little bit, but I, I haven't seen any of his games.
1: Football, a very strong running game, really good vision. He's a really good little half. I'm, I'm hoping that um, this, this kickstarts his career to find a home somewhere. Um, what about Patrick Mago coming off the bench? He really impressed me in the charity shield. I think he's going to definitely play a role in this side.
2: Yeah, look, um, if he can get uh, get fit again, and obviously that pec um, is good to go, I can see him eventually making his way into the starting side and putting either uh, Turgis or Totola back to the bench because he is something special. Big boy, super mobile, massive motor, um, he's just everything you want in a front rower. So, um, yeah, look for him to have a, a pretty decent game. Don't expect the world out of him. Obviously, he's only just coming back from that pec injury. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you, mate. He's um, he's something special. The other guy I want to talk about is Braden Burns. Obviously, everyone's mm-hmm. been really down on Brayden Burns with those first Two rounds, um, pretty disappointing everyone had massive raps on him. I've still got massive raps on him. Um, just because he was down in those first couple of games doesn't mean that he isn't a special footballer. He is super talented. Um, and if there's guys that have dropped him to free agent, swing by and pick him up because you know, you're not winning premierships um, at this time of the year. And uh, when the bunnies are just humming along in you know, 10 rounds time, he will be humming as well.
1: He'll be outside Cody Walker, and eventually when Luttrell does find his form down that left edge, it's the place to be, isn't it?
2: percent And, like, the, this whole thing with rage trading, um, you've just got to stave off a little bit because they're still fantastic footballers, and it's early in the season. you just got to give them time to sort of warm into that role, warm into the team. I mean, last year, Teddy was putting up 40s and 50s at the start of the year. Do you know what I'm saying? So... Um, if he's been dropped, definitely get him.
1: I think this is definitely one game. If you're uh, if you're having a few beers on Friday night, you need to keep the old dog and bone pretty close to you because I can see James Roberts and Kulam Tungy, the other one that's on the extended bench. I wouldn't be shocked to see both of those come in somewhere. So worth keeping an eye there, what Coach Wayne Bennett does. Let's move to the Saturday, 3 o'clock game. Warriors versus the Dragons. I honestly think this could be the Warriors' best chance at a win this year. What are your thoughts?
2: Harder to pick than a broken nose. This one, mate. Um, yeah, obviously the Warriors um, being disadvantaged, well, obviously being over here away from their family, and then obviously having so many injury woes. Um, I mean, coming up against the Dragons, I can never pick the Dragons. I every time I think they'll get smashed, they win. Um, so, and I have I have a, a steadfast rule never to bet on Warriors games. So for for me, I've got absolutely no idea what happens in this game but i'll be watching some of these warriors forwards jermaine tenua brown um i want to see what lachlan burr can do um at prop i want to see the the sort of minute rotations that that the forwards do here in the warriors because traditionally they uh they rotate pretty consistently and they all sort of get around that 40 minute mark which doesn't sort of relate to Supercoach too well. Um, But if some of these guys like, you know, big JTB and especially Lachlan Burr, the first couple of rounds I was really impressed by him. He put up some really solid scores. So I'll be watching um, intently just to see if I can um, pick up one of these guys that might be um, steadfast in my team for the rest of the season.
1: I think uh, JTB, he's definitely one to watch. His his base stats are fantastic. He's pretty much a points per minute player. Um, Could be a huge year for him, I think. Uh, one disappointment for me was seeing Katoa named on the bench. I thought he'd done enough to hold a starting spot over uh, Papalihi. But, you know, shit happens. The other one that I, I'm 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 puzzled by, I can't work my head around this one, um, Chanel harris tavita in the 18 jersey. I thought he was going to be an absolute lock to partner. Blake Green in the halves. What are your thoughts there?
2: He's got all the potential in the world, doesn't he? And the thing is, <laughs> with, with these th- young kids, you need to stick it out with them. You can't put him in your team and expect them to be the whiz kid that they were in the, in the younger grades. Um, you know, like you've got to stick it out. They've got to earn their stripes. They've got to, you know, work on their game, get involved. It's a step-by-step process. And I agree with you, but I think he should be there. And I just I just think Cody Nicarima is one of the best 14s in the game. Do you know what I mean? He can play anywhere, comes on. Nippy out of dummy half. If there's an injury in the in the backline, he can play anywhere. And I just think that should have been the setup for the Warriors. But yep, fuck, who knows?
1: It's um, and I guess on the other side of the fence for the Dragons, I mean, it's game three. Zach Lomax is playing his third position. I just I don't understand once again what Mary's doing there. I, you know, he decided in the preseason that Matt Duffy wasn't the man to wear one, and we're three weeks in and he's played two games at fullback. Just fuck, it blows me away.
2: Yep, I've got. Absolutely fucking no idea what's happening here. Um, obviously, that's a head-scratcher. Uh, Ravalawa being in the sides a head-scratcher. Um, I don't know how many times um, you've got to give this guy a go before you go, okay, maybe he's not cut out for first grade. You've also got Blake Lowry switching to the um, the bench with James Graham coming to 13. That doesn't make sense to me either. Cameron McInnes obviously playing nine, but then you... You know, you don't have Isaac Luke in the side either. So um, I guess you can bank on Cameron McInnes getting 80 in that nine roll, which is great for Cameron McInnes' owners because um, it was going to be a
1: bit of a uh,
2: experiment with him rotating from nine to 13 and seeing how it goes there. But
1: you can bank that 80 minutes now, mate. Mate, imagine if the uh, New South Wales Cup was still going and you were playing the Cutters this week. You're coming up against Isaac Luke, Trent Merrin, Jackson Ford, Jacob Host, Tim Laffey. Be a tough day at the office.
2: Fuck. Be doing a hammy in the warm-ups for sure. It's a
1: hard pass from me. All right, 5.30 game Saturday, Cronulla West Tigers. I think this is one of the most even games of the round. Really hard to pick here. Um, I know we've spoken about it before, that right edge. uh, Sorry, that left edge defensively for the Tigers is just in all sorts. Um, He's stuck with Leilua, Nofaluma, and uh, the other Leilua brother there. I think there, there's points galore there waiting, isn't there, for uh, Jesse Ramien and those boys?
2: It's so, oh, no, so uh, Nofaluma and Leilua, they're on the right, so it'll be the left.
1: Oh, it's the for, left, sorry.
2: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, so it'll be Josh Dugan and Sianna Katoa, Katoa. Yep. on the left for the Sharks. Um, I, I just think with Joey Leilua, they're paying too much money. For, to drop him. So they're just sort of going to stick with him and hopefully that, you know, he, he sort of works on his defence. But you're 100% right. Even without the Leilua brothers there, you would start any centre or winger coming up against David nerf because he rushes in like nobody's business. Then you put Joey Leilua there, who who the fuck knows what he's doing out there. He's got no idea. Um, I mean, Lucy's a little bit better, a little bit solider in defence, but still... It's a um, yeah, massive gaps out there. If Josh Dugan is on free agents, I would be picking up um, him. I picked him up in one of my leagues. Yes, massively injury prone. But the thing is, for the games that he plays and he stays fit in those games, he scores incredibly well for super Coach. So plug him in. It's a great match.
0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoted for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: This game, he will make Joey Laylua look stupid this weekend. Mark my words.
1: I think the man that's uh, that's licking his lips coming up against that edge for the Tigers is definitely Wade Graham. Uh, The way that he ball plays, his vision... I, I, if I was the Tigers, I'd be very nervous about him this week. Um, now, in the 13, they've kept with Jack Williams. I thought there might have been a chance that Billy Magulius would come in, but they've stuck with Jack Williams. Billy Magulius is one that he he is a base stat monster when he's in, and he's got a heap of skills to go with it. He's one that I would be stashing if he's sitting on your waiver wire.
2: Yeah, 100%. It is um, Williams versus Magulius, isn't it? Um, obviously, they're giving Jack a go here and just saying, look, we believe in you. You're a long term prospect for the Sharks. Um, you know, we need you to lift. We need you to do more. Um I think the bright lights probably got a little bit to him in the first two rounds. He looked a little bit nervous. He was dropping ball and doing some uncharacteristic things. Uh yeah, it's it's hard for me. I like I like them both as players and I think anyone who's Starting in that 13, you should have, for sure. Um, I think Jack Williams will come good eventually, um, and it's just a tough ask for Billy Magullius to make his way in there if Jack Williams is coming into form. Um, what else is going on here? Um,
1: uh, oh. Now, mate, there's uh, there's Darren Lockyer 2.0 wearing 19 this week. My favourite, your least favourite, Matty Moylan. Um I think when he does come back, he's going to make a massive difference to this side. He's the uh, he's the little X Factor and ball player that they're missing. I'll let you dribble on with your shit about Matt Moylan. You do every time. Off you go.
2: My man, he needs to still put his boots on, his boots, put his jersey on. He needs to sort of like run out to the field. There's so many times there that he could injure himself. I don't think he makes it out in the park, mate. I'm, t- I'm telling you, it's it's fraught with danger.
1: <laughs> he could bump into the wall coming out of the sheds. See you later. Go on. From uh, From Matt Moylan, one of my current favorites <laughs> to One of my favorites for the next 10 years, in my opinion. I'm tipping he makes his Queensland origin debut in game one this year. Harry Grant finally gets his start at hooker for the Tigers. This is a guy that if someone in your comp has him already and doesn't understand how good he is, trade up for him. Trade up for him now. He is going to be a superstar.
2: This, this prick could not get any more hyped up. I'm telling you a lot. It's He's got to live up to a lot. I agree. He is definitely um, a great uh, player, and he's going to be one of the best nines in rugby league eventually. Um, and I totally agree. If he's out there, go get him. Obviously, you've got Billy Walters on the interchange, so he won't be playing 80 Just yet. What do you think will happen here? Do they keep Billy Walters and Harry Grant doesn't play 80 and they rotate through there, or do you think Billy Walters eventually drops out of that 17?
1: I am tipping Billy Walters eventually drops out of that 17, and I think there's a really good chance he drops out of that 17 this week. I wouldn't be shocked to see Eisenhoof or Musgrove or Cheekham come into that side. I, you know... You, you you look at Madge over the last few years. he doesn't like carrying a hooker. He likes to carry those four forwards. He's got um McKaylee there, young front rower. Luke Garner hasn't played a heap of games. I, I think there's there's enough room there for him to carry four front rowers and I think or four um four middlemen at least, and I think that's the way Madge will go. I'm tipping it'll be this week. It might be later on, but it's a matter of time until Harry Grant's playing eighty minutes in my opinion, talking about their pack. Uh, one man that I'm, I'm I'm very excited to see wearing the 13 is Alex Twole. He is an absolute workhorse. Another one that if you think Madge is going to keep him there, it's a bit of a lottery, but if you think he's going to keep him there, he's one to trade up for, isn't he?
2: hundred percent. I mean, there was photos coming out of, um, uh, during the, the break of um, him looking super fit, like massive Wesley Snipes on him. He's ripped to shreds. Um, and... Like you said, he's an absolute workhorse. He's a beast. And if you give him minutes, like lock minutes, we're talking 60 minutes, um, he could be a 65, 70-point player. Um, He really is the goods.
1: Uh, Moving to the next game, 7.35 Saturday night. I think this is the game of the week for me. Melbourne Storm, Canberra Raiders uh, down there in Melbourne. I think I have to lean with Melbourne here, uh, but toppled them twice last year. I'm still going to stick with Melbourne. Thoughts on this one?
2: Yeah, I'll take the Storm, mate. Um, Storm were always 1-12 to 12 specials at the start of seasons. Um, they like to think, keep things close. Um, they very rarely put the sword to teams, so I'll be taking Storm 1-12. to 12. Um, But like you said, it'll be a tough, tough game. Uh, it'll be cold. Uh, it'll be a very defense-heavy game. Um, I don't see a lot of flair in this game. It'll be a real arm wrestle, so... And for super coach purposes, I don't, I can't see a lot of big scores in this one. It's probably one of those games where you just go, look, let's sit back, have a beer, and enjoy the game.
1: Yeah, super coach wise, I think you let this one uh, go through to the keeper, don't you? Um, I mean, it's a bit of a shock. Well, I mean, we we all knew it was coming, but to me, I'm a bit surprised that Jordan Rapana hasn't found his way straight into this team, considering Michael Oldfield's wearing jersey seventeen. I thought that. Um, that Rapana would come in on the bench at least. But, you know, to Ricky's credit, they're, uh, they're 2-0 and and he's stuck with the men that have done the job so far.
2: I like that. I really respect that from Ricky. Um, he's got big raps on Simmonson. So, um, and you know what? It would have been a kick in the dick if, you know, Rapana comes back and you just punt Bailey. So I like this move and it's probably a big motivating factor for the back line there to all put in and work hard and keep their spot. Cause you've got Jordan sitting in there in the wing. So yeah, it's a good move.
1: How do you, um, how do you see Georgie Williams going against Melbourne? I mean, he's, we've seen him play the gold coast and New Zealand did a really good job, but let's be perfectly honest here. The opposition he came up against, it's not the top level yet. This will be his biggest test yet. How do you see him going?
2: Yeah, he will struggle. Um, but then again, everyone struggles against the storm. Um, the, the thing that I'm interested to watch is this six again rule because when you've got teams that have running halves like the Raiders do, Jack Wyden and Williams, they're both uh, running halves. I want to see how that works and especially like you're coming up against the Storm who probably give away these six again rules more than any other team to begin the season. So it's going to be very interesting to see how the Raiders capitalize on that. You've also got Josh Hodgson, quick out of dummy half. You know he could be scooting and just tiring out these big boys like Jesse Bromwich, Nas. Um, yeah, that's that's what I'm really interested to see in this game is to see how Ricky um, gets the boys utilizing this new rule.
1: I think this game will be interesting too because the referees will know that everyone will be watching Melbourne to see how they officiate their wrestling tactics. So I think there's going to be a lot of eyes on this game and it's going to be very interesting to see how the referees handle it because if Melbourne get away with any shit in the ruck, it's going to be front page for the next week, isn't it?
2: Oh, let's be let's be honest here. Let's be serious. The rules brought in to stop what the Storm are good at.
1: Yep, exactly right. It's like the Jordan rules, isn't it? Yep, 100%. All right, let's move to... The Sunday afternoon game, 4 o'clock. We've got the Penrith Panthers up against the Newcastle Knights. Kalen Ponga's obviously out. So Tex Hoy makes his debut at fullback. Have you seen much of Tex?
2: Yeah, I have. Um, yeah, fantastic player. Um, just goes, um, obviously, he's behind one of the greatest fullbacks in the game at the moment. Um, look, the Panthers in the first couple of rounds were really staunch in defense. Um, and if they can bring that sort of cohesion into this game, I find that the Knights will have trouble scoring points. Uh, but then again, you don't have their leader in there with Nathan Cleary. So this is another one that's a bit of a toss-up for me. I actually don't know who's going to win this game.
1: I Yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Matt Burton, the 5'8 that's come in. Yeah. Um, I, I think he's just a brilliant footballer. He's sort of that, that tall, rangy sort of halfback. He's got that sort of uh, Stephen Larkham sort of build to him, doesn't he?
2: He's a big boy. He's um he's a throwback to those big five eights like Freddie Fitler and that um that could play thirteen at a pinch. You know, um very skillful player. I think Jerome Luai is going to be the man here for the Panthers, and if he's available, and even better if you've got Nathan Cleary, I'd be picking up Jerome Luai and handcuffing him because he'll kick goals. And he'll be he'll be the man in this game. Um, obviously, he's going to want to take the pressure off Matt Burton and just let him sort of ease his way into the game. Take, um, you know, he's obviously going to be a little bit nervous. Um, so my bet is Jerome Law has an amazing game. And on the other side of the park, Mitchell Pearce. How good was he in round two? Um, if he can come back and put that sort of form into this game, he gives Knights a great chance.
1: I think for uh, for Supercoach-wise, there's two center wings in this team that I, I really like. Uh, one, one's Kurt Mann. When he's playing 5'8", he's averaging about 30 base stats. You know, and he, he's, he just tries to be involved in everything. And I think with Connor Watson playing nine, there'll be a lot of opportunities around the ruck. I wouldn't be surprised to see Kurt Mann go 60, 70 points here. And the other one is um, Shibasaki. He's copped a bit of shit up in Brisbane. I've always really liked him, and he's come back for Newcastle. He's obviously playing on the right side, so that's not the side that they generally go to, but I think he's scored like 30, 35 base stats in the first two games. If you're um, if you're looking for a fourth centre wing in a deep league, I'm telling you, you could do much worse than Shibasaki.
2: Yeah, he puts his hand up for the tough stuff, doesn't he? And um, sometimes that's that's all you need. Um, talking about CTWs, Kurt Capewell gets um, a start in the back row for the Panthers. Now, this is going to be a very interesting play here because you've obviously got Yo, Capewell, Cow uh Ted Ivano, Leoto, and Martin as well. Uh, who gets the 80? They obviously wrote, have been rotating Kikao a little bit. Does Yo get 80 or does he get rotated through the through Martin? Does Kate? if K Ball gets eighty, he could be this week's number one pickup?
1: It's gonna be interesting, isn't it? Like I've got um I think I've got Kikao in all my draft teams at the moment and I'm not confident he's gonna play eighty, but off the back of a big break, when his his body could be sweet now, he could be the man. But it could really it could go one of so many ways. I guess the one advantage to all those guys is that Stephen Crichton's still on the bench. Um, I think it's a matter of time till that absolute superstar emerges somewhere in that backline. If you're uh, if you're the next man to get injured or suspended, geez, you're looking over your shoulder, aren't you? Yeah,
2: he's he is something special. You've got a massive heart on for him. Um, you you'd think you'd have him in there over Dean Farré, but. They love Dean. Um, in regards to Kickow, I get what they're trying to do there. I get what Cleary's is doing. Obviously, he's an. He, he, they're using him as an impact player. Um, they're they're bringing him on when uh, when the edges are a little bit tight in defense. They're blowing hard, and then you bring Big Billy kicks in, and you have him running at your full pace. It's pretty much that's it. Like he'll do what he wants out there, um, which also sort of. Opens the door for James Fisher-Harris to play huge minutes, Um, and JFH owners, that's that's why we got him. I've got him in one of my leagues, Um, and obviously, I think in those first couple of rounds, they were easing him back in after injury, but looking at that bench, looking at how that rotation will go, I think he will come back to some big minutes.
1: The other man I'm going to mention in the night, slide we spoke about, um, you could do worse center wing than plugging Alex Glenn in your fourth center wing. Sione Matautia returns. Uh, What are your thoughts on Sione? I
2: I like the way he plays. I I would never have him because he's one graze away from being medically retired with a KO. So um, he's had so many concussions in his career. Um, And for me, I think that has to play somewhere into your confidence. Um, So he's a stay away for me.
1: Herman S.A.S.A. retains his spot at lock. I I couldn't work out what they were doing with him in the first two rounds. He seemed to play the first 25 minutes, then play another 10 later and just sort of be sitting on ice for the whole week. How do you think they they play S.A.S.A.? I love Herman. Big Herman. I love him. But you've got Tim Glassby and
2: Aidan Guerra on the bench. He just doesn't look like he's going to get enough minutes in that pack. To be super coach relevant,
1: yeah, he's got a he, he's got three weeks in the guru's team to uh, stand up, or he'll be hitting the highway. Um, Bradman best wearing jersey eighteen. Do you think he comes in for? Is it um, Tuwala at left center? I'd like to think he does. What? What do you reckon? I think it's
2: a case of the spot is Tuwala's to lose. Um, maybe the same thing as that sort of rapping a thing where you know you've got best. Sitting in the wings, come on mate, you're gonna have to put in to keep your spot. Um, but before um, Bradman got injured, he was, was touted to be um, have that centre spot locked down. So it's gonna be interesting to what ha- what happens because while it wasn't too bad in the first two rounds. So I guess we're just gonna have to wait and see.
1: Let's move on to the final game of the week. We've got the Manly Seagulls up against the Bulldogs Sunday oh, Sunday night, 6.30. Um, you know, Obviously, you've got Tommy Trevojevic. He's a captain option every day of the week against Canterbury. You'll captain him twice, won't you?
2: It look, um, I hate saying this, but it's the Eagles by how much in this game. Uh, the Bulldogs obviously have been a gritty team um, to start the year and at the back end of last year as well, but... They've had a massive shake-up. Um, Dean Pay keeps fucking around with his side. I just can't see them coming anywhere near the Eagles. Uh, I think the Eagles will be a hard team to beat all the way to the Premiership this year. I think they might even be in it. So, um, yeah, mate, Eagles all day for me.
1: I, uh, I agree with you on Manly. I I, I genuinely think they're going to play Melbourne in the grand final this year. It's It's one hell of a side, isn't it?
2: Yeah, look, if, if Tom Travojevic uh, stays healthy along with his brother, they'll be there. there I think um, that side is just looking the goods. Danny Levi has really tightened up that middle, and you've got a little bit of flair coming out of dummy half. Um, you know, if the, the back rowers stay healthy, and is can be one of the best back rowers in the game on his day if he's healthy. Um, and then you've got a fantastic bench as well. So... Just a great team from 1 to 17, really.
1: What do you make of the Bulldogs' halves? I've gone with Cogger and Lewis. Personally, I am the number one fan in the Brandon Wakeham fan club. What are your thoughts on Cogger and Lewis?
2: I don't really have much to say about anyone on the Dogs, to be honest. Like, I just can't get it together. Um, and it might be because there's so much chopping and changing and there's no cohesion in the side. That might be the case. Um, I like Lachlan Lewis as a footballer. I think, um, you know, he plays with everything. He really leaves his heart out there on the field. But look, um, not much to get excited about the dogs. I actually thought that the one shining light super coach wise for the dogs would have been Raymond Fatalamarina coming into the back row, but not even that happened. I mean, they put Dean Britt in there, so I don't
1: know, mate. I think. I think R F M has um, eaten Dean Pay's lunch at some point, but I just think Dean Pay is driving his career into the ground.
2: He is a fucking gun. He should be there playing eighty minutes. He'd be the, their best player if he was on there for eighty. Anyway, for this you know two what? He'd probably now, be their second best
1: player them. after Aiden Tolman, who's also not in the fucking team. And God, I hope there's some injury there or there's something happening there because if he's not in the team just because Dean Pay hasn't picked him, that will do me. Just don't
2: have Bulldogs. It's not worth the fucking heartache of having your players in and out of this side. Just get rid of them. Don't have any Bulldogs in Supercoach. It's as simple as that.
1: Mate, on a on a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you for footy on Thursday?
2: 10,000. 10 fucking thousand. Like, I can't even tell you, man. Mate, Just it talking is... about it now. I'm... I'm going to have to go have a cold shower or hit it with a cold spoon. I don't know. Something's going on here.
1: It's moving the needle without a doubt. Who's your uh, <laughs> Who's your top choice for captain this week?
2: Okay. So, as far as matchups go, obviously, I go past Big Tom Malolo against the Titans. It doesn't get any better than that, does it?
1: Yeah, I think he's hard to go past. It's him or Payne Haas for me, but I think you're crazy to look past uh, Tom Malolo if you can. He, you know you got to think he'll score at least 80 odd there and could go 100 plus if he just gets one attacking stat which unfortunately shouldn't be difficult against this Titans mob it's um especially with his spine and everything it's just uh, it's a, it's going to be a tough night at the office for the for for the Titans sorry
2: yeah 100% and they they're carrying Reese Robinson Robson on the bench sorry um which lo- looks good for Jason Tamalolo's minutes he could play the full game again
1: It's been a pleasure having you on again. It's uh, it's been a minute, just quietly.
2: I know, mate. But how good it's back, um, mate. I'll be on whenever you need me.
1: Beautiful, mate. We'll have you back on next week to go through our round four team lists and our previews, mate. Have a cracking weekend. Uh, Enjoy the footy, and we'll catch up next week. Yeah.
2: Too easy, brother. I'll talk to you then. See you, brother.
1: Thanks for tuning in once again to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Footy's only a few days away now, depending on when you're listening to this, of course. Thursday night, it's all on again. Um, Keep an eye on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've got an interview on Thursday with New South Wales and Kangaroos legend Anthony Minocello. That'll be dropping on Sunday night, so keep an eye out for that one. I'm tipping it'll be a pretty special little podcast there for us. Very excited to talk to Minnie and dive into his career enjoy your footy on this weekend can't wait to see you on Sunday night for that podcast remember to keep kicking the corners and always play smart footy